Hey, have you heard about Anchor? You probably haven't heard about Anchor yet, so let me tell you about it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You probably hear other people talk about how they make podcasts. If they say it's easy, they're crazy. All of their methods are really hard and complicated, but Anchor, super simple. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that let you make the podcast right from your phone. You don't even need a computer. This is 2019. Who uses computers anymore? Anchor distributes your podcast on all the other platforms. No need to go do all that complicated searching and hosting and posting. Hosting and posting. They do it for you. You can also make money from your podcast. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now because you're listening to this ad. They've got everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. No need to search around all over the place. No need to go to 20 different sites. Just one. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bet you thought I was going to sing right here, didn't you? Are you looking for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Hello, this is Jason Dupree. And I'm Anna Landry. And thank you for listening to OCR Talk. This is episode number 39. 39 because of the three episodes that we did while at NORAM that we did live-ish with me and Mark Duplessis and uh, April and several other people at times. Unfortunately, no Anna. Unfortunately. Womp womp. (laughs) I was here working. (laughs) Was that, uh, I know you had the Grit Games like what, the weekend before. Was that? Yeah. Part of the reason or Yeah, that was, was part of the soon? reason. That yeah. That and Grit Games was the week before and then I figured like logistically with the move and everything and I'm already traveling like at once a month right now for races. So I kinda had to pick and choose. And since I had already committed to the Grit Games, um, that was kind of my commitment for August. So that was that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually tried jumping into a rugged maniac over here in Denver, but that didn't happen because <laughs> oh. I had to work. So, you know, it is what it is. I was really looking forward to it, though, because like what afterwards, whenever I went out to we went out to eat for lunch and everybody was wearing rugged maniac shirts because the, the oh. venue was actually not far from me. It was like maybe 20 minutes away from where I live. I was having serious FOMO all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> all weekend long (laughs) that is unfortunate but as we've said many times we we do have lives outside of ocr gotta pay for this inexpensive hobby (laughs) we won't be able to make it the world's toughest if you oh gosh yeah (laughs) well thinking ahead 2020 yeah you know if you can only do so many races in a year which i know from that that is the case for myself yeah uh, especially now what is top three races for the year have you thought that far ahead yet yeah so i'm really i'm really wanting to go to noram just to get the get the experience you know because you haven't done it i I really haven't done it i haven't done it 
Um, I've just been living vicariously through my friends. <laughs> and you also haven't done OCRWC before it went overseas. Right. Yeah. I really regret that because now I'm like, come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to go overseas. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, I don't know. You never know. Who knows? Who knows? And you, but you also didn't do when it was the U.S. No, race I didn't. In Kerrville. Whenever right? it was in Texas. No. Man, you really have messed up. I on have. Those. Adulting sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just, you know, that's the priority for I next know. year. So. Yeah. I, I really want to get in on races that I've missed out on, previously missed out on. So, you know. It, in, in all honesty, if you had to make the choice and say, you know, I, I normally do X, these X races, I'm going to skip those this year and use that money towards NORAM, it's completely worth it. Absolutely. 100%. I believe it. I've only heard good things about those events and really like if I can make it happen and go overseas next year, that would be pretty amazing and like make a little family vacation out of it. That would be really cool because none of us have really been overseas or at least that we can remember, you know? (laughs) So, yeah. And we're not sure where exactly it'll be next year. You know, not yet, at least not yet. We'll see. But they're getting ready to ramp up for a for a race, huh? Yeah, it's so funny coming back from Noram and like the next week seeing all these emails about needing volunteers <laughs> and you know, it's still time to qualify. It's like, wait, I just did that <laughs> oh, race. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> Which I've qualified every year to go to Noram, but I just ne- just never went. Just wasn't in the cards. Well, number okay, so that's, so that's number one, uh, of one of the top priority. What's uh what's second? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> have not decided yet. I feel like I start trying to plan the next year earlier and earlier every every year. Yeah, and I think that's really because a lot of these races, as soon as their event is over for this year, they're already, if the venue is secured, they're already promoting it for next year. And it really does make more financial sense to sign up for it as soon as it opens because it's so yeah. much cheaper if you can manage it and you know whatever your job might be you know request a time off for it and everything else like that most people are just like well i'll sign up for it and we'll see (laughs) we'll see what happens with my work schedule (laughs) you know but (laughs) but yeah it, it totally makes sense like the rugged maniac here I had registered for it and everything thinking that i was i was gonna be able to go and um i ended up not being able to go so i just deferred till next year so that'll be one that i do but i'm just you know it's not it's not like one of those races where I'm like, yeah, Rocket Maniac next year. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I haven't done one of their races, so I am kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, they they look like they definitely look fun. And I'm kind of in the same boat where it's like I want to do one, but they aren't any nearby. So right. I probably won't. Yeah. And for me, it's I mean, the venue's right past, you know, Red Rock. So it's like 20 minutes away from me. So why not? <laughs> But that would probably be that would probably be my goal next year is just to kind of like explore my new area and like get into stuff around here. I have kind of put out into the universe that I really want to do the Leadville Marathon next year. <laughs> not the nice. not the hundred miler, but the marathon, which would, you know, I completely swore off road marathons. But that would oh, be Oh yeah, a trail of, marathon is I mean Yeah, a trail marathon. I wouldn't would be even too call bad. it a and marathon, like, just call Leadville, it a trail. And it's Leadville. I mean it's like <laughs> 
runners metal. So <laughs> is is that one one of the out and backs or is that a like point to point uh, race? Um, I think it might or, be an out and back. Loop? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't uh, I haven't dug into it that far, to be honest with you. I just know that I didn't want to like be really brazen and commit to the hundred because <laughs> I've never <laughs> done a hundred miler. <laughs> and I'm like the marathon. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> well, I know we've talked about it in the past about doing a hundred. Yeah. And you know, that being a possibility. Do you not feel like next year is the year? Um, Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> um, you know, I have that friend, I have that friend back in Louisiana, Edie, who's a race director for the Lugaroo Trail Run and um, the Red Dirt Ultra. I was really honestly looking at going back in December and checking out her Lugaroo race again, because last year I only did the 20 miler because it was a few weeks after um, World's Toughest. I don't know. I might go back to Louisiana and see if maybe I can sign up for maybe the 40 or the 60. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll see. I have a friend, I have a couple friends that are doing the hundred miler. So, or I don't know if he's still doing it, but, um, he had, he had, uh, mentioned that he, he might want a pacer for the hundred miler if he decides to go through with it. So, <laughs> oh, nice. so I might just go pace. I don't know. Well, I, I definitely am not necessarily interested in going down to Louisiana to do a 100-miler, <laughs> but if you do happen to do one in Colorado, that would entice me a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to do, be doing that, like checking out what's around me locally and in like surrounding areas because like it's a new area, so why yeah. not branch out and explore what's around me? Yeah, and I'm sure there's a bazillion trail races out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's something going on right now, like, almost every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually um, actually one of the um, guys that I work with, he's on the Rotary Club locally, and they're putting on um, a trail marathon. It's like there's a marathon, a half marathon, 10K, and 5K options, so I'm probably going to sign up for that coming up in October, right before Ragnar. Are you doing a Ragnar in October in Colorado? No, not in Colorado. In Colorado, in Colorado there's one coming up um, at the end of next month, but it's on the same weekend as Toughest. So I didn't realize uh, that. Yeah. A few of the people from hmm. Grit Fitness are coming up here and doing a Ragnar together. I was like, oh man, it's the same weekend as Toughest. <laughs> well, you know, Toughest, that is a race that we can expect if they still are doing that next year that it probably won't be at the same place like that. Yeah. You know, with, like we're talking about how races year over year end up being in the same location. Usually uh, that's one that you could say, oh, well, if Ragnar is going to be in the same place, uh, I could do it next year because this race is not necessarily going to be the same time, same weekend. Yeah. Or whatever. Ragnar in Colorado sounds pretty right? awesome. I, I really want to do one next year. <laughs> well, sign yep. us up. let's do Instead. it. <laughs> Which I think they have two Ragnars here in Colorado at different times of the year. Well, is it? I think there's one in Aspen. Two trails, or um, I think one of them might be uh, one of them might be a road. Probably so. I mean, it seems like it's typically a case like Texas has a a road and a trail, but the Texas Trail one is like towards the end of October, so it's like the same time as either the weekend before or after 
the the Spartan Ultra Beast. So there's usually a lot of stuff going on at the end of the year right yeah. there. So it's not necessarily a great time for me right. to do it. So whenever the Colorado one is, that could yeah. work. Yeah, I know the the Texas Trail Run is the one that I'm doing with um with the people at Grit Fitness <laughs> in October. <laughs> like some of the some of the guys at Grit have their own team, and then um I'm on a team with a a few of the ladies. Nice. When is when is that? Is it the weekend before the ultra? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Spartan, Spartan mm-hmm. Beast. Sure is. Speaking of which, I just signed up a couple <laughs> days ago for the Spartan Ultra. Back in uh, Glen Rose. Yeah, <laughs> we and... gotta go back and find that episode. Whenever you were talking about, ah, I probably won't. Ah, no, I probably will. <laughs> 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 You know, it, it kind of came down to the fact that um, Josh Chase offered up a, a code on Discord for a, a good price rather than what the price is yeah. right now, which is like 300 something bucks. So I was like, hmm, OK. <laughs> All right. Why not? You know, it's good training yeah. for World's Toughest and I enjoy the race. Yeah. So why not? It's a good venue. My my reasoning, my reasoning for not signing up for it in the first place is because I wanted to do Savage which is at the beginning of October. But since it's at the very end of October, I'm kind of squeezing it in. And oh, Are you, you already know. signed up for Savage? Yes. Okay. Well, I might need to let my registration go. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm only signed up for one day because of the deferral from the last year. Yeah, that's that's what mine was from. So. <laughs> okay. Well, if... Uh, so I might defer it to I, next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need to unload it, we might could look at, uh, you know, I might use it for the second day or. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I think idea. Mark is coming up here and wanting nice. to do a half marathon that same weekend or something. I'm not really sure. Crazy. Anyway, I'll let you know. <laughs> that's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was telling him uh, I'll go do the half marathon with you and then go do then go Spartan do or Savage. Savage. Yeah. Man, it's an intense training weekend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Multi-lap and Savage is always good Good training. Oh, too. yeah. Those are fun. You know, I've never officially, like, formally run a Savage. <laughs> I've, only, oh, really? I've only ran the course. Like, not timed, just for fun. I've only just, like, gone around the course. <laughs> what were you there for, then? I was volunteering with the medical tent. I remember you telling us about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was running around the festival area, that all that kind of stuff, which was a really cool experience, but... Yeah, never formally run a savage. <laughs> hmm. Well, you'd probably do pretty well, to be honest. I mean, it's tough obstacles, and you know, they've no, got the obstacles to... look fun. That's why I signed up for one. I yeah, and, and it's smaller it. crowds, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, like, like you would, yeah, 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 you would definitely uh, possibly make podium. Mm, I don't know about that. I've been kind of lazy what? since I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hitting all those trails? Uh, oh, no, I am hitting the trails, oh, okay. definitely. I'm totally hitting oh, all the trails. Oh, you're talking about the, the upper but, body. Uh, no, not not even that. Uh, I don't know. My, my new work schedule has been crazy. They've got me doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, just haven't had time to, like, squeeze in the training. And it's just weird, like, you know, adjusting to a new schedule and a new life pretty much you know so it's been like having to find the balance to it all again you know yeah yeah i can understand that plus the altitude's killing me (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, but you're going to come back from that and be a super beast. That, that's what I keep telling myself as I'm running uphill at like a 11 minute pace. <laughs> I'm trying not to look at how slow I'm going. <laughs> Just try and keep telling myself it's all going to pay off eventually. <laughs> well, we've got, you know, a slew of topics. But the funny thing about this is the last episode we did was... Uh, a couple weeks before Noram. Yeah. And before the Great Games, after the Dallas Stadium. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff has happened and our notes are kind of outdated <laughs> and new things are happening. So I've thrown some stuff on there. And so we're going to try and do as we typically do, not just rehash everything that's already been said or people aren't interested in anymore, but <laughs> We'll try and po- point out the interesting parts that we find from it. So uh, first off, we did have a review, two reviews in a way, because one of them was not a review on Apple Podcasts, but it, it was a, a Facebook recommendation, hmm, okay. which I didn't really even know was a thing, <laughs> but apparently we got one. So, <laughs> nice. So we got <laughs> we got a, an Apple podcast review from KY Singh, and they said quality and fun. And they gave us five stars and they said, I don't have social media to connect and message. I enjoyed the podcast. It's an easy and laid back time. You two are honest and relaxed, which makes it enjoyable to listen to. And the conversations about real life, real OCR life, and not just about stats and news. Although that's in it from time to time. Thanks and keep it up. Kyle Singer. Cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's what we enjoy doing and, and chatting. And, you know, if if this was... If we were entrepreneur Matt B. Davis, then maybe we would out of all that stuff. But uh, yeah, we're just... We just like to keep it informal and laid back and just... Because that's all we got time yeah, for. exactly. <laughs> we uh, have lives yeah, just really like squeezing the it in when we can. else, you know? Yeah, man. I was really wanting to get something out earlier this week, but, you know, just didn't happen. So It is what it is. I appreciate that people are appreciative of what we do get out. Definitely. The Facebook recommendation is by Nelson Range and says, OCR Talk changed my life. <laughs> Before I listened to the OCR Talk podcast, something was just missing from my training long runs and general commute time driving around town. That something was informal discussion about OCR happenings in a straightforward and yet still slightly playful approach. If I ever need to know what's generally going on in the OCR world in a non-specific way, <laughs> I just tune in to the latest OCR Talk. The hosts have an inviting style and love hearing their personal exploits as well. Top-notch commentary and conversation in in the OCR happenings for the rest of us. Yay. (laughs) Yes, that's us. We are the general General. sense of things. We give you a gist of what's happening in the OCR area. general but to be area. to be fair you know i i listen to some of the other podcasts and i'm like they don't know the specifics about this topic that they're, they're talking about right now yeah i should be on their podcast telling them what to do but <laughs> telling them what's up no but i know that that's you know sometimes we do the same thing we're like uh i'm not sure yeah but I, I do feel like for the most part if i talk about a, a topic for the most part <laughs> We we try to get the details. Yeah, I think try to get accurate details ish. <laughs> but thanks, Kyle and Nelson. That's really awesome. You guys, we really appreciate it. Um, 
sorry, we didn't get to read these sooner because these were from, uh, at least Kyle's was from July 15th. So oh, it's yeah. been a minute since oh, yeah. then. More than a month ago. Let me double check, make sure this is still the case. <laughs> but, oh man, this is this is a topic that I actually didn't put on the notes that we need to discuss. We did get a new supporter, sort of. Drum roll. Will Hicks, back <laughs> again. <laughs> So I think Will just, you know, gave, like when we first started, Will gave like a one-time gesture, I guess. But he's back as a reoccurring supporter now. So thanks, Will. Thanks, Will Hicks. He uh, he actually messaged me after we did, me and Mike, not you, unfortunately, <laughs> did the episode with the Noram preview. Yeah. And it was like, he said, I bet you guys, I bet you get more listens to that episode than you do, you know, any other ones. That was a good episode. I liked that. Thanks. And, and I think what he is trying to say is that he really appreciated the content that we were putting out there. And obviously with Noram, you know, it's a big community of yeah. people that wanted that information anyway. Mm-hmm. And as far as I could tell, nobody else did that right. like we did. You know, nobody else went through the obstacles and uh, talked about them and gave gave uh, technique tips Yeah, for that particular race. And man, obviously we got, you know, things we can say about Noram, but for now... Let's try and save that for the moment. <laughs> but, you know, Will said that and turns out it it got a good number of listens and downloads, mm-hmm. but still not the most. Now, the interesting uh, data that I pulled and, and looked at here is that the April Fool's episode <laughs> actually has the most listens overall. That's probably one of my favorite episodes ever. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you look at as the episode as an episode releases there's always a spike in people that listen to it right away right. and then it dies down and then you might get a trickle of listens you know over time so when you look at it that spike for the for the April Fools episode isn't as high as a few other episodes mm-hmm. it's like maybe half the size but overall it actually had a longer lifespan in a way nice now Another interesting thing, the second most listened to episode is the first one that we did drinking the <laughs> deep discussions across the OCR universe. <laughs> the one where Enya came in in the first place. Where Enya was born. <laughs> now, I, I also had some discussions with Will about that, and I know we're not supposed to be using the Enya music. <laughs> so I have some ideas on the way we can get it. Not around it, but deal with that, but still play with that idea. <laughs> so we'll talk about that off off topic and uh, bring it back some other time later. For this episode, we'll keep it in you free. So if you are listening just to hear Enya, you can go ahead and stop now. Spoiler alert. There's no Enya. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'll have to find somewhere to put some music, though, because that Take seems Take it up with the guy fun. that edits the episodes. Yeah. But do you enjoy, like, so the last, the, the Noram preview that we put in some other uh, tidbits of music, did you enjoy that? Yeah, it did. That was cool. Kind of. It, it made know. it different. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll find somewhere else to put some some more music, like right here. <laughs> right here there's no real music happening now i put it in after the fact (laughs) (laughs) but so just a real quick third most listened episode is the very first one our very first episode fourth most listened episode noram preview nice so he was uh it's still got some some time though yeah 
Will, uh, I think Will knew what he was talking about. Yeah. He seems like a smart dude. We have to give something away. And now, and we also have to talk about this topic in general. Because, unfortunately, the way Anchor does their ads, and if you listen to this episode, you may have noticed, or think about it now, did you hear an ad at the beginning? Probably not. <laughs> and the reason being is because I think the ad that we were running for Anchor, like maybe I think we either like hit the amount of money that they allotted for that, or they just had a time frame that they allotted for it. Like mm. that ad is over. So it's no longer playing and we haven't got any other ones. So I don't know if that's something that they're playing with or getting rid of. I'm not entirely sure. So we'll see. But as of right now, the listens that we are getting and all those listens that we got from the Noram pre uh, episodes, unfortunately, didn't bring in extra money <laughs> for giveaways. So we do still have some. So we're going to give away a tank top and then we'll know for sure what we've got to work with now. But I just want to say, you know, what should we do from here? Like, do we need to reach out to Mug Gear and be like, hey, we need uh, some giveaways? Or like... Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> that might be an option. Yeah, or um, giveaways for we still have the Patreons, Patreon supporters, or the what is it? Well, we still right, we still have some yeah. supporters on Anchor. Yeah. Uh, so so just not as much income from that, but uh, but still some. Yeah. So definitely still giveaways. I just I, I just hope they don't start getting further and further apart, as opposed to you know us being able to do it all the time. Yeah. S speaking of which. Bartley. Bartley. Yes. So Bartley won the last one and got his hat. It took forever for it to get to him because of <laughs> Canada. And he uh, sent it, sent pictures of it. And it looks great. It is a uh, you know, bright red bill. Did you see the pictures of it? Mm -hmm. I think it was black yeah. and red. Anyway, it, it was pretty, pretty rad looking. So thanks for sending those, Bartley. It's pretty awesome. And we do need to give away the tank top because summer is getting close to being over. <laughs> We want so you to have it. By the time you get it, it may not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a handful. Remember, we just said uh, send us a message. So we've actually got quite a bit more entries than other times. Mm -hmm. So this is the the most competitive giveaway to date, I would say. <laughs> but I've got a wheel up ready to go. I've already got the uh, drum roll music from the last time we did this. <laughs> nice. Or not music, the drum roll sound effect. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a give it a spin. Ooh, and I can add in a, a spinny wheel sound effect too. A so it'll wheel. sound like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here it goes. And it is Spartan Sophia. Did she win before? Nice. <laughs> Did Sophia just win a second prize? <laughs> I've got to look back and see uh, if you're listening, Sophia, which I'm sure you are. You won. Congratulations. I, I'm sorry. I can't even remember. You're, you're probably yelling at us. No, I didn't. Or yes, I did. Or in your are on the trail, hopefully yelling into the trees. Let me check my email to confirm because I, I can't remember. Is it was it her or? Who won the the Tumblr or something? The Tumblr, I think that was Charlotte, yes. Charlotte Engelman. I think so. I think you're right. 
So I think maybe this is part, uh, Sophia's first time. Yay! After listening All and right. faithfully and <laughs> participating on Discord. Yep. So awesome. Sophia, I will contact you and you will get your choice of color and then uh, we'll get it ordered and shipped to you. All right. First off, let's, let's just go Spartan first, first thing. Okay. Uh, man, this episode is going to jump around too much and I don't care for it, but that's okay. <laughs> what the heck is a Spartan credit card? Is that like the, the remember Russell, what was his name? <laughs> the one that was um, the FUBU guy. <laughs> What? <laughs> remember, I remember a long time ago he was advertising his own credit card, and it was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Russell Simmons, that was his name. I knew it was gonna come to me. Yeah, I remember like infomercials where he was promoting his own credit card, and then like that went away. It was really mm. super weird, but that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> The reason I bring this up is because we've seen somebody posted something about an email that had an offer for a Spartan credit card. That's weird. But I have yet to be able to find details about it. I did the, not get that email. <laughs> that's what's weirded me out even more. Like It may have been a phishing email. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Whoever got that email should probably not open any links in that email. But, uh, you know, like, is that a legit business venture? I mean, if they had a Spartan credit card, what would you, you get, like, rewards points towards Spartan races or something? Yeah, that's weird. Reward points towards their merchandise or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's weird. Anyway, that's dumb. Flight points would be good. <laughs> Airline miles would be good. Would be good. Yeah, if it, if it lined up with airlines, too. Right, yeah. We're obviously going to your races, yeah. so. Yeah, right? That'd be hmm. kind of smart. <laughs> Shoot, we missed Spartan Utah. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the race that uh, Lindsay tripped on the, the guy's rope at the, the spear. Oh, is that right? what happened? Man, Lindsay. Yeah. Did you get to see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I wanted to watch it. Oh, man. It. She ate it so hard. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. That sucks. And, and the, the part, the reason why I put it in the notes is because the sad thing is, is that the, the passageway. Uh-huh to get around the people that are throwing spears was really too close. Like anybody like pulling their spear back, you, you know, if you're running by, you kind of had to watch your head, make sure you didn't right. uh, knock your head into their spear. Right. But obviously the, well, first off who, who pulls the rope on the, uh, you know, to, on your side of the fence when you're getting ready to throw anyway, like, you you leave it on the opposite side of the fence yeah. so that it doesn't get caught on the fence. Yeah. Like <laughs> was, somebody was clearly not an elite racer. Not thinking very clearly. Yeah, elite racer man who's <laughs> pulling the rope to him instead of leaving it over there. What a dope! No, I'm kidding. Whoever whoever listens to the, if that guy listens to this, uh, he really it's really unfortunate unfortunate situation. It was really more on Spartan and the fact that they had the the lane so tiny as it was it was just like restrictions of the venue i guess i mean the well the spear itself was kind of on a hill so you had to throw it up a little higher so maybe maybe the the path right there you know uh i mean there were spectators on the other side of the the tape there so Hmm. i don't see why they couldn't have made it a little bigger yeah Hmm. unless they were trying to make room for the spectator i don't know who knows but the biggest uh, Spartan information is the, and actually, you know, is fresh information is the rule changes. Yeah. 
big rule changes too. You can you can carry a, a bucket however you like. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You don't. It, it doesn't. It can be on your shoulder, right? On top of your head, whatever. As long as the lid is up or something like that, right? No, no. As long as the lid stays stays on. Or no, something. it's. I don't know. If if the lid falls off, the the they can't tell you to start over or something like that. Like it's not specific about. It's not. It's nothing like if all the all the stuff falls out of it or whatever. Like what happened to Hobie years and years ago. Right. I need to listen to Scott. Uh, I'm a Spartan podcast. He actually did an episode about it. About the Spartan rule changes. Yeah. I still haven't checked it out yet. You are allowed to carry the bucket above the head or on the shoulder during the bucket carry. Also, if the lid comes off, you do not need to restart the obstacle unless material has also been displaced. So if the lid comes off and you... and Just, yeah, just, yeah, keep, just going. keep moving. Don't... Hopefully... Hopefully the lid won't come off while you're They used to tape them down, down, though, or something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been a maybe while before they got the bucket, the lids, you know, kind of snap yeah. on. So maybe before they got those. So, yeah, you can carry the bucket however you want. Um, the dunk wall, the dunk wall is completely mandatory. Right. You can't burpee out of it. Which, I didn't know people were. Well, who was burping? I it was an option, I guess, but yeah, it was kind of silly. I know they 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 had remember that really cold Ultra Beast in Glen Rose. They made it an option mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't want to get hypothermia. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> nope, not anymore. <laughs> Completely mandatory. So go freeze your butt off. Sorry for you. <laughs> I actually took my my shirt and my hat like i had you know a lot of warm clothes on so i took all that yeah. off to keep it dry yeah and there was actually enough space under the wall to the water that I was able to take it with me without getting it soaked yeah which was pretty awesome gosh that water was so sandy that year you are considered to have completed the balance beam once you have touched the descending beam with at least one foot so you can't just like climb up and then jump off Right, and I know I um I believe it was Josh and Matt who was talking about this that they didn't quite understand what the concept was here, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I misheard what they were saying, but it, this is referring to the balance beam that you see at the stadium race. Now yeah. I don't know if they've got these on the course on normal races, but on the stadium race, it's basically a little little wall, like a four foot wall, but with a angled two by four going up to it and then another one coming down on the other side. So when you're going up and over, you can't just jump across the top because at first the rule was uh, your foot has to touch the ground past the end of the board, the last board. So which means you could jump off the top of the wall. But in this case, that so they the rule change is saying as long as you, what is it, as long as you touch that last board? Mm-hmm. With at least one foot. Yeah, so if you touch that last board with a foot, then you've completed it. So it doesn't matter if you fall or if you touch that board, but then touch the ground before the end of the board. Mm -hmm. As long as you touch it with one foot, you can jump off and you're good to go. So that's good. Um, No five burpees at the Atlas carry. That's nice. You are not allowed to use... Okay, so I'm short, so this one affects me. (laughs) You are not allowed to (laughs) use the vertical truss as a ladder in order to start hanging obstacles for example, monkey bars. You can, however, use the horizontal truss to start the obstacles, which is kind of what I w- I've always done, though. I've always just like jumped onto because that horizontal truss 
that they're right before the monkey bars start is always a little bit lower than where they set the monkey bars. So I always just kind of right. like hop up onto the horizontal truss and then start the monkey bars. So Right, which you can still do, yeah. which is great. Now they do have unlike they do have good stools for starting obstacles. Yeah. As opposed to some races. I'm gonna talk uh crap about Sid's uh <laughs> great scaffolding, but there were definitely some obstacles at at Noram that would be hard to not grab the vertical uh scaffolding yeah. because the start is just pipe. Mm-hmm. So to climb up on a piece of pipe and not have something to balance yourself is, is tough. Yeah. So Spartan, I think it'll be it'll be fine because you've got these nice square stools to get on, and they've got uh, the red ones that are taller. And we've even seen where they've got some that are on a little box, so they're even higher right. for you know the shorter people. Which guys can use the red ones as well now. Like that's official. Huh. Like those are for anybody. All right. Um, they're not obligated to review third-party video footage. Well, that's yeah, it's good that they specified yeah. that. I mean, they really aren't. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like me running up to one of the refs at an NFL game and be like, "But look!" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they define standing on top of the hercoist as um, a competitor's hips may not rise above the top of the barrier, which kind of sucks because if you have like just really long legs and they just happen to reach above the top but i think if they're like really clearly blatantly standing on top of the barrier then they're gonna call you out i think it's when you're in the act of pulling yeah. and putting your feet on the barrier right. so i think if you're pulling standing up yeah. with your feet on the ground you're probably okay this is more for like you've got a one foot on the barrier and you're yanking on the the rope at the same time that's when you got to make sure that you're you know, leaning back far enough. Um, and then they made clarifications. Competitors are not allowed to pre-run the course or engage with the obstacles unless prior approval has been granted by Spartan. So like the open house, those are okay. That's considered approval for areas mentioned. And I guess people are out there studying and getting their techniques down beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, during the flip obstacles, like the tire flips, you must fully disengage. So you have to fully let it go. So like a lot, like I know with a lot of the guys, this affects because the tire was so stinking heavy that a lot of the guys were just able to get it over up and over and then kind of set resting it on top of the foot and then getting it back, flipping it back. And it's not just that it's heavy, it's the, the way the, the sidewall of the tire is fairly flat, so it's yeah. hard to get your fingers underneath it. Right, it's not an actual tire. So depending on... <laughs> no, it is. Well, it is, a, just, it is an actual the, tire, but like it's not like a like a traditional tire that has like tread. It's not it. like the tractor tires that they use in the past. <laughs> right. That's for sure. So my thought is when I flip it over, I want to be watching where I'm flipping it to because exactly. if there's a divot in the ground, that's where I want to like flip it so I can get my muddy and yeah, swampy. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that's the toughest part is uh, if it is muddy, what do you do? Like find the driest spot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> roll it. Can you roll it? Is that allowed? Go, can you roll it to a dry a area? Hole. Once you get it up, <laughs> once you get it halfway up, can you roll it to a dry area? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have any rules about that part. 
Um, and then All right, let's, let's make sure we do that, and yeah. then we'll see more rule changes yeah, come. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then they're now letting people use the vertical support on the Z wall. However, you cannot touch the top or bottom of the cutout to your advantage. So that's finally official, which is funny. So rule changes, fantastic, cool. They're finally actually implementing some of these things that we've been complaining about for a while. Warrior Dash closed, and, you know, everybody's been talking about that. Obviously, that's pretty crazy in itself. Spartan just put out this thing. I think Spartan did. I saw this image saying Spartan. Was it the one? Was it the one with the T-shirt? Yes. Yeah. Where'd that come from? So I found that in the um, in the Colorado Obstacle Racers group, um, Facebook group. Do you know where that, like, what page that's actually it from? It was like an email or something. Yeah, because if you go to Warrior Dash, was it warriordash.com, it takes you to, well, Spartan has a, a spartan.com slash, slash warrior, what is this? Slash warrior one or something. <laughs> spartan.com slash en slash warrior takes you to their, their page for that stuff. But warriordash.com takes you to that page too. Looks like some of the Warrior Dash pages are still up, but the main page takes you to the Spartan website. That's crazy. Yeah. So the picture, yeah, it has a it has a Warrior Dash logo, um, and then it's a picture of a T-shirt, and then it has a little note saying that Spartan is welcoming the Warrior Dash community, and they are committed to the Warrior ethos. So they're basically rallying Warrior Dashers from near and far for a reunion in 2020 sometime next year and it's and there's a button to pre-register yeah and it's it says the first 1000 racers who pre-register will receive a free warrior dash t-shirt and yeah it's just like a warrior dash t-shirt with the helmet and everything and then on the back it says warrior on it says they're finalizing details and there might be a few more surprises along the way so i'm not really i don't know is I'm so confused. <laughs> that seems to be the general consensus. <laughs> like, wh- where am I registering for this? Where is this event being held even? Like, yeah. wh- what is it? Don't know where it's going to be, but let's pre-register. <laughs> and... Don't know where it's at, but we're going to go. And let's go ahead and pre-register. I don't know if maybe they're trying to garner interest, some kind of interest for like, um, because you know how a lot of people were saying that Warrior Dash was like their entry-level OCR kind of thing. And like, Spartan has kind of made its name in the OCR world. So I don't know if maybe they're trying to keep Warrior Dash as its own little branch of like entry level stuff, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely something I'm going to keep my eye on because I'm just I'm just curious because I'm so confused. Yeah, but but to say there's a, you know, a, a reunion is what they're calling it, a reunion, a reunion Warrior Dash race. Like Warrior I mean Warrior Dash <laughs> It's its own following or something. Uh, like I don't if know. Tough Mudder shut down and then, you know, a couple of years later, they said that we're going to do a, a reunion world's toughest. That would be yeah, awesome. That would be really awesome. And that would make more sense. <laughs> but a Warrior Dash reunion. I don't know. I question this. <laughs> that was very interesting to see. But uh, who knows what what that really means? <laughs> you, you might be right. It just might be them gauging interest and seeing what they can do with it yeah man uh warrior dash closed spartan canada closed possibly getting you know we haven't seen so yet but maybe they're just getting taken over by spartan proper Mm -hmm. instead of being a franchise i think maybe they're just trying to be in under one umbrella all this closing spartan's taken over yeah man (laughs) 
Well, we've just been bought by Spartan, and now uh, this is the <laughs> this is the going Spartan, to be Spartan OCR talk. OCR talk. talk. <laughs> Sponsored by Spartan Up Podcast, and no, not really. <laughs> Joke. Oh man, we just blew a, a good April Fool's episode. Oh. <laughs> Next year, April's a long way off. <laughs> Anna, we were supposed to do this episode and talk about great games, and it's it's time for you to go. And we, we can have totally not still record it. after I after I'm done watching Patience, but that probably won't be for like another hour. <laughs> and then at that point in time, I won't be able to because I'll have kids to take care of. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, so give us your great games recap in great games. Great games recap. It was a pretty fierce competition, man. So the Great Games Open, I was one of the judges, and that was super cool because I think that needs to be incorporated into a lot of competitions. It's just a really cool aspect of the Great Games. If you didn't go this year... a judge and? Well, I wasn't... I wasn't competing the first day. I competed the second day. So I volunteered to judge the first day for the Open competition, which is really cool. So if you didn't do the Great Games this year, you need to do it next year because it was... It was like amazing and fun and completely taxing and like doing five OCRs in one day. <laughs> oh, well. Wow. Yeah, it was just a really rough day for everybody. But it was like it was such an incredible experience because even though it was so hard and so difficult and the challenges were like nothing you've ever done <laughs> at an OCR mm. um, because it challenges every skill set individually. So, you know, each skill set, that's what you're focusing on for that for that event, like the strength event, the OCR event, the, um, the multi-rig, the speed, you're focusing just on that one thing. And it's just like balls to the wall, each event. <laughs> hmm. So every Is it a point series across the events. Yeah. So, um, each event that you compete in, wherever you place, uh, one of their great, fitness members came up with this point system that she kind of plugs into her little worksheet and the algorithm calculates the points and pops out the the placements after each event so it, it was nice. like super cool it was kind of like you know going to like a crossfit competition almost you know where you complete an event and you see but a where little you bit finish. more yeah OCR gear definitely it was so much fun and my team wants to go back next year so we'll see cool all <laughs> we'll right see. well yeah, depending on when it is. Yeah, huge, huge shout out to like Kenny and the whole crew over there. Like super well-old and very organized event. Cool. Tell them to not make it when it's super hot. <laughs> it wasn't too, too bad. At least the rig wasn't in direct sunlight this year for the <laughs> pro competition. But like it was still pretty hot. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. But it was, yeah, it was still pretty hot. <laughs> Speaking of which, the uh, temperatures at Noram were near perfect. perfect. My God, it was such a great weekend. Still so jealous. All right, you got to go take care of some some people. Yeah. Yep. Got to head over to ICU and do my thing. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for hopping on. No problem. Uh, We got, uh, shoot, I got like three weeks before or four weeks until uh, Toughest. So, yeah, we have four weeks till Toughest. Yeah. Get that training in. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hard to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to come back to this humidity and then. And die. Having a hard time with that. So. <laughs> at least it'll be at night. <laughs> so they won't find my body till the morning. <laughs>
Great Games Recreate was a pretty fierce competition, man. Uh-oh. Huh? Wait. Huh? <laughs> Your audio... Wait. Wait, hang on. Your, oh. <laughs> your audio crapped out for a second, and I was like, I don't know. Seriously, she's just getting into no. it. No, <laughs> no I, I really still have, like, scars from the great games. <laughs> but, Declan, you want to say hello? No. Bye.